Hello, and welcome to the Achievement Hunting 101 podcast. You know, that other achievement show, except we don't have the funny accents. (laughs) (laughs) Shots fired. Shots fired. (laughs) Pew, pew. We got a great show for you tonight, although this one might be a little bit short, uh, smaller. But before we get to it, let me introduce my co-host. First up, we have Ryan, a.k.a. the Mighty Mango. How are you doing? Doing all right. I'm tired, but I'm good. Yeah. Long day? Long day. Yeah, I can get. I can understand that. And also with me is Corey, a.k.a. the Rocker Dude 5012. How are you doing? Howdy, howdy. All right, so first up, before we begin, we have a community question that we want to get to first. Unfortunately, they didn't give us their name, so we don't know who it's from to give them a shout-out. Question is, have you ever taken a day off of work to play a game? And if so, what game? Did you do one, Corey? Uh, No, I haven't. I'm assuming they mean like, you know, a game on its launch day or something like that. Um, I just, no games ever captivated me enough to seek that out i like to bank my my time off uh but i actually have been thinking about doing that uh for the upcoming red dead redemption just for the fact that time's been limited and you know i could get a solid eight hours uh knocked out of it at the beginning so uh, if my game share partner gets it that i might do that pretty close to its launch but uh yeah never done it before but Probably will soon. That's a good game to do to have it be your first. Yeah, I figured you know something very story intensive where I could just dive into it. Do you do one, Ryan? Does taking like six months off a of work count? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> do tell. I was unemployed at one point in time in my life. I got laid off, wow. so I played a lot of days. I took a lot of days off from work to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> I played, played a lot of games. That was a uh, pre Xbox uh, achievement hunting, though. I've I've never taken a day off from work to play a game since achievements happened. I did take a day off to play Halo Two on launch day. That's worthwhile. Okay. Yeah, I went to the the launch of that, and there was a bunch of I'm going to call them nerds because they were because they were sitting there singing along to the Halo voices. The <laughs> that that whole thing. <laughs> Oh my god! I was like, where, "Where am I? I am too old for this." And this—that was—I <laughs> wasn't even—I wasn't even thirty at the time. I can only think of two midnight releases that I went to. No, three. Two of them were both Halo related. Oh man, I've been to a couple of midnight releases. I'm—I was probably be one of those nerds. I gotta send you a video of something like that. With a there's a band that actually has a Halo song. Yeah, I want to see if you actually sing along to it though. <laughs> yes, at Warp Tour. And that's funny you mentioned you haven't taken a day off of work since achievements have been a thing because I haven't worked when they weren't a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I predate you guys a little bit. Just a tad. But as far as myself, I want to say yes, I've taken a day off of work, but I don't definitively know. And if I did, it probably would have been for Halo Reach or maybe Mass Effect 2. But I don't actually know for sure. I can't quite remember. I want to say, but like I said, I want to say yes, I did take a day off of work just to play a game. Hey, whatever, whatever suits you, right? Yeah, you got vacation, why not? Yep. All right. I use my vacations for vacations. Staycations are the yeah. way to go. Real though. <laughs> yeah. I need yeah. a nice long vacation to my basement. Just sit in the game room and just play games. Yeah, that would be good. But I've got kids and and stuff. 
All right. And that, well, that was our only question for this week. Yeah. So please send us more questions. Yes. So that way we have more to talk about. And also, we like talking about it. We like your questions. Yeah. We like your feedback. Yes. Feedback. We want to know if you have ever taken a day off of work to play a game. Let yes. us know. Talk about it in a Discord. Yes. Please, Anna, Anna Minius, that sent us that question. <laughs> yes. Let us know who you are. All right. But with that, let's get on to our proclamation point. Mango, if you want to go ahead and give out the milestones. Uh, yeah. So, Tropan is on a 4,000 achievement win streak. So, congratulations, mm-hmm. Tropan. That means you played a lot of achieve- got a lot of achievements in a row. <laughs> a lot of achievements. Uh, Chin Doctor has reached 18,500 achievements won. So, wow. a half C nice. proclamation. Uh, Redemption has hit 1,600,000 gamer score. So, That's congratulations, crazy. Redemption. Mr. Antisocial at Achievement Fest, who's actually a fairly social and really nice guy. <laughs> Prue is on a 10,000 achievement win streak. Nice. So congratulations, Prue. I remember doing that myself, and then I realized that I didn't want to do that anymore. <laughs> and then Matriarch has won 18,250 achievements. So awesome, awesome. a quarter achievement thingy. So good job, Matriarch. I always pronounce her name wrong, too. It's Matriarch. Matriarch. Yeah, Matriarch. Michelle. Michelle, yeah, good job, Michelle. (laughs) All right. And let's also give a shout-out to our our UHH period two winners. Corey, if you want to go ahead and mention them. Yeah, uh, UHH is among us. We are currently in period three, but we want to recognize the people who won their matches in period two. So here we go, real quick. Uh, Doughboy. Had a rousing one to zero win. Freemhole, eleven to zero. Very nice. nice. Got that community badge. Uh Tominator, fourteen to eleven. That's a good showing. Good battle. Uh Matriarch, eleven to zero. So there's another pudding. NBA Kirkland, seven to zero. Another pudding. That's four so far if you're keeping track. <laughs> Prue, eight to four. Wakapeel, seven to pudding. What the fuck? 17 to pudding. That's pretty good. Uh, Kronos was 12 to 3. Redemption denied was 12 to pudding. And then Koosh Moose won his matchup 9 to 7. And the thing I wanted to say about Koosh uh, is that he beat Mr. Big L. Ha <laughs> L, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> You ask kids why their beds aren't made, and they say, I forgot. You ask them why they're walking with muddy sneakers through the living room, and they say, oh, I forgot. But these same kids will ask you, Dad, how come you didn't fix any Jell-O pudding tonight? You said you would two years ago, August 12th, at 7.31 p.m. You had red sweater on and some loafers brown. And you said, I forgot. And, they say, and with that, brown. a wild Big L has appeared. Jell-O pudding. You can't be a kid <laughs> Were we talking about how I destroyed Kushmoose in the UHH? Oh, man. Uh, my dog ate my homework and um, something, something. Part of the reason why I didn't do so great is because I was in Boston watching Pearl Jam, the greatest rock and roll band of the 1990s. And Eddie Vedder is still alive somehow and drinking his wine on stage and smoking and having a grand old time. Oh, did, did you guys hear that? I just hear. I'm still yeah, I, I, I heard. Yeah. I heard something about a band from the and '90s. It it's um 2018. It was uh before Foof and Rocker were born. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> also, also truth. That is the truth. 
Okay, so for our next segment, we have a proposition from Skeptical Mario. He says, I propose a new segment, a Lego Telltale GTA. Take three similar pop culture properties and distribute them among the Lego Telltale and GTA uh, style open world games in the version of Mary Buff Kill. <laughs> the three properties that we've that we thought of is Breaking Bad, Big Bang Theory, and Westworld. Mango, which ones would you put where? All right, I'm gonna do Big Bang Theory GTA. I'm gonna do Lego Breaking Bad because everybody needs drug references in a Lego game. And then I'm going to do Telltale Westworld, which I think actually, out of all of those, would actually be a decent game for those who have seen the show. That's funny, because that's exactly how I was thinking of. I think a Big Bang Theory GTA would be amazing to have, you know, just a couple. How do you play it? You have a couple of nerds going around, you know, committing mass murders. They can build whatever crazy tech gadgets to kill people with. I don't think you meant like GTA where you have to kill people. He just means that it's an open yeah, world. Yeah, it's, game yeah, like open that. world. See, that's not how I took Which, it. I'm thinking Big Bang. Yeah, I know. We can each take it a I'm thinking way. Big Bang GTA. Which there actually might there'll probably be a GTA five mod of that. Like you want to ma- mix mix the two. That's how I was thinking of, of Big Bang GTAs hmm. and mixing them. Especially okay. if you've seen this show, you know they do crazy nerdy stuff. They don't kill people. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the GTA comes in. <laughs> uh, well, what do you have? You got something, Corey? Well, I mean, I would probably pick the Big Bang Theory for Lego. You know, they're always you know building machines and whatnot. That works. That no, checks out. Um, Breaking Bad's a good story. I put that in Telltale. I haven't seen Westworld, but Mango gave me a 30-second overview before the show, and I put it with GTA. It sounds... Sounds like a good fit. Yeah, I could see that. It's, I mean, the way that they put that world is very large, so I could see that as being something that would fit in that style. I could see that also it would work. Yeah, I mean, you're just going to have an open world Big Bang Theory where you drive Sheldon to his the comic book store <laughs> and his job. Might as well call it Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. Thanks for your contribution, Al. <laughs> Do you have any? You want my answer? Do you have any yeah, ideas, Al? Sure. Wait, wait, wait. Have you seen any of these shows before? That doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I think I would do Big Bang Theory for Telltale because Big Bang Theory has a lot of pop culture references itself, right? And I think all the different choices would be pretty cool for that game. I would do Lego Westworld because it's totally a Western show, right? Because I've totally seen that show. And (laughs) there's no Lego Western games, right? So just something different. And I guess Breaking Bad GTA. Breaking Bad is GTA. I know. It's it's an easy fit. It works. But just just the drugs. (laughs) There's no prostitutes in my Breaking Bad game. So I will kill that one and bop. <laughs> <laughs> do we have? Do we want to bother? So we, once we pick the three things, then we have to assign Bop Mary Kill to them. No, it's just <laughs> no. the idea. 
Okay, whoever wants to submit a question, just dumb it down a little bit. Not for Mango Fu or myself. Listen, I get lost in the main menus of games, so you're going to have to simplify things for me. Please, thank you. It's okay, Al. <laughs> we all still love you. As much as we might have said we hated you 15 minutes ago. I am. Thank you. Let's talk about some games. Yeah, let's get back into some games. I am so thrown off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, let's get to Kenny, I will help you out, and I will I will lead this section here just so we can get moving on from L's confusion, if that's okay with you. Sure, have at it. What's your all game? All right, let's get. All right, we're we're gonna get into our gaming segment, which this week's topic is remastered games. So all the lovely remasters that have been coming to the Xbox One and previously the Xbox 360. So we'll start with you, Kenny. What is a remastered game that you were interested in or have played? Well, the game I want to talk about is Fable Anniversary. This is what Fable is one of my all-time favorite games. Uh, probably is one of the games that really got me into RPGs. Uh, just a little information about it. If you, for some reason, haven't played these games or don't know what it is. Fable is an action role-playing game which is the first Fable, which is the first in the series. The game was followed by two sequels, Fable 2 in 2008 and Fable 3 in 2010. When some of you might be thinking, you know, there's the other ones for like to connect, I they don't count. We don't we don't mention them. Fable Anniversary like most remasters is, you know, just a high definition high definition remake of the game and it also includes the lost chapters, which I'll get to in a second. It was released in February 2014. And is on the 10-year anniversary of the game. The remaster took them actually 18 months for them to do it. The just just some information and some fun facts about the OG Fable. The original game shipped for the Xbox in September 2004, and then the extended version of the game, which is the Lost Chapters, was released for the Xboxes in September of 2005, which is basically like DLC. But back then there was no DLC. It was like another separate disc. And something I didn't... I, re- I recall the Lost Chapters being a lot better than the original, if I remember right. I have very fond memories of the uh, the original. I think, actually, I spent the night at my friend's house when it came out, and we stayed up all night playing, the, playing it. It's one of my favorite games on the original oh, Xbox. Oh, it's fantastic. Yep. And the Lost Chapters, I actually don't quite remember that much, that well. But the original game... I've played that a few times. I've rem- I've played it on the OG Xbox and then obviously F- uh, Fable Anniversary. And something else I didn't know until I was doing some research and I was looking at this. The game was originally in development for the Dreamcast, but wound up getting moved to Xbox due to the system's uh, discontinuation, which I never knew that. It's actually kind of interesting. Yeah, Peter, Peter Molyneux was all about it being on the Dreamcast, and then with the uh, piracy in the Dreamcast, which basically killed the system, it kind of <laughs> had to go someplace else. A lot of uh, seasoned gamers that I talk to, uh, they think the Dreamcast is one of the best systems of yesteryear. I've I would be one of those gamers. On it, but I've, I've never, never played really one, actually. It, so I couldn't say. Man. True story, the, the Dreamcast is now... 19 years old. Hmm. Do you remember the date it came out? Hmm. 9999. You got it. Great date. Do you remember the day that rock band Beatles came out? No, 1999. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> incorrect, <laughs> sir. What? 
I think it was 9909. No, 1989. Fact check me. What are you talking All right. about? How, how, does <laughs> Fable anniversary, about? how does Fable <laughs> Anniversary hold up? Because yeah. I actually haven't played the remaster. Does it still, does it good? Yes. If you enjoyed it, then yes. I mean, the game is at this point 14 years old. So it is kind of dated with the old, uh, with the old system of combat and whatnot. But it's still it's not too bad. Um, the with the updated graphics, it actually looks nice. It plays well. The loading screens are better. It's not quite as long. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of waiting for it to hit Game Pass because it is backwards compatible. Yes, the remaster. That's fine. I was I was actually yeah, gonna and, say that. and it's not cheap either. No, on it's not. And it's hardly on sale too. Now that I did actually, I didn't actually know. I have it already, so I didn't even look up the price. <laughs> At least when I looked it up before, it, it has been a little. And bit, actually, but... now that I think about it, it is in Game Pass. All three Fables are in ga- are on Game Pass. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Fable Anniversary is in Game Pass, as well as Fable Two. I fact three. check you right now. You guys, I just looked at that the other day. So unless they removed it, it's there. Just going to my favorite site, True Achievements, and. According to it, you are correct. Well, would you looky there? It's it's got a discontinued. Yeah, I'm going to get to that in a second. But as far as the achievements go, there's 50 achievements worth 1,672 TA or 1,000 gamer score, which is what really matters. The discontinued achievement, if you had if you have not started this game, and you are a big time completionist, don't start it. Because the the discontinued achievement was for the was for connecting your game with the Xbox Smart Glass app. Sweet, that was the first achievement I got. Which in we it. all know is now no longer around because that was stupid. Oh, seems Smart Glass. <laughs> it looks like there might be a way to like finagle your download and version to maybe get. It to I've work. done a uh, little looking. Anymore. I already have the achievement, so I can't confirm one way or another but i've actually been doing some looking prior to this i think it's you know just not possible i've heard some or i've read some things that people say oh you can do this this and this and a couple of the uh guides on true achievements say but then when people do it they can't get it to work i don't know better safe and sorry if you're a completionist don't probably not a good idea to put this on your tag unless you can somehow verify that you can get it to work completion time if you're looking at it, it's probably 20 25 hours and achievements are pretty straightforward most of the achievements are you know go for this go through the story you'll just naturally get them and then there's a couple of you know collectathon ones getting all the silver keys is the big one all the demon doors uh all the books this is actually where the Smart Glass app came in handy because it would show you where all the silver keys are located uh, since they are actually the most difficult to find because they are in the most random places. You had to fish in random spots, uh, dig in random areas, I believe. I know I actually haven't gotten all the, all the silver keys. If you enjoyed the original fa- Fable on the OG Xbox and you don't care about the completion... I would highly recommend it. I mean, it's it's great. Fable's a great game. You can really see how f- RPGs were then and how a lot of things that were implemented in Fable kind of made its way out into other RPGs with, like, the tech trees. Although I know I realize that's kind of standard at this point. 
but you know the big selling points of fable was you can get married fables two and three you can actually have kids uh fable three you can play you basically basically play monopoly with buying properties and stuff it was fun it's a good game hashtag bring us fable four i cannot wait for the fable reboot that will be a day one and possibly a day off of work for me when that gets released. I'm very much looking forward to That's that. a day one Game Pass play for me. That is true. If Microsoft keeps the word, it will be on Game Pass. And I'm actually looking at Fable now on TA. This is $40. That's crazy. Yeah, the, the, you can get it on a retail disc for about 30 If you really hunt, you can probably get it for 20 That's crazy. Especially with this being on Game Pass and this being a four-year-old game. I mean, I guess because it's mm-hmm. an Xbox exclusive. Don't know. But, Mango, what game do you want to talk about? Uh, I will talk about... I mean, just I'm going to be brief on these because it turns out I have a lot of remasters, but I don't play a lot of them for whatever reason it is. Um, the one I can really stand out, which, I, you know, it's kind of remastered. I wouldn't really call it a reboot, but it would be Castle Crashers. So good. Um, yeah, I really uh, love the first game. Yeah, and of course, Al probably doesn't oh, like you're, it. Nope. You're crazy. That's all it is. That is a great game. Yeah, yeah, El, yeah, yeah. Then we know that, so it's okay. <laughs> El probably got stuck at the start menu or or <laughs> inside the 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 uh, lizard that has all the uh, I, the weapons inside it. And was like, where do I go? I, Michelle, help me, help me. I, I'm stuck in the in the lizard thing. And then she'd say, go to the left, and Al would keep going to the right. So <laughs> I did like so. the, uh, the sharding deer. Yes, the yes. sharding deer is funny. Nard um, shard, <laughs> exactly. That's why I said it. Yes. No, I just I I enjoyed that game. I mean, a lot of it was. I mean, if you had the original game, you could kind of cheese. It kind of had a save transfer over to the new version, so you could kind of cheese a lot of the achievements and get it done faster. I I did them both. I played them both. I liked the remaster. It was just a little bit more crisp and clear, but it still played just like I remembered the original version. Now, granted, it's not as much of a remaster as, say, Fable, which was on the old Xbox, or or like how we're getting the, the Crash games, or how we got the Crash games and then the Spyro games, yes. which are also pretty cool remasters, too. So that's all I have for my remaster conversation. Mm. L, I, um, what game you got, L? Well, going back to Castle Crashers real quick, I do enjoy the humor that Behemoth games have. Just for some reason, I I didn't like that game too much. I love beat 'em up games, but maybe I just like the older ones a little better, like the TMNTs of old and the Simpsons Arcade and those type. I felt like in Castle Crushes, you had to keep redoing the same levels over and over to get experience. I didn't really like the format of the game. And, and if you played a level, the enemies were just the same type over and over and over and over. And yeah, I, I mean that genre kind of has that. that. Seems I felt like like most beat 'em ups, because it had the leveling up system, which was cool. But it just felt like you had to keep grinding away. And most most people beat you know completed the achievements by piggybacking off of someone else. Uh, Did you like the other Behemoth games? Um, I like Battle Block Theater. But it's, yeah. So yeah, and that's I'm the opposite. I hated that game. I didn't like it at all because it involves skill. Uh, no. Oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, because that would it automatically eliminate you. Oh, <laughs> I will say I also do like the little music jingle kind of thing that Castle Crasher has. I like the music in that game. It's like nothing special, but I just I don't know. I like it. 
It reminded me the the beginning and the opening of the game kind of reminded me the the Mega Man game openings like the Mega Man X games that kind of had like the more epic opening. Ah, uh, yes. I forgot I actually forgot about so. the like the epic opening. Yes. Yeah. And of course any game that's four player co-op is good by me also. Yes, so. that was the bonus, other thing. Bonus I really points for that. that. Definitely enjoyable playing that in four player co-op. So what um else since we kind of started on then kind of went but, um, uh, digress back into Cast Crushes, what remastered are you interested in or have played? Well, I started thinking about remastered games actually going through my UHH list this week for some reason. I got a lot of games that were remastered, but I never played the remastered, such as Bioshock, Assassin's Creed, those type of games. But what I was really playing was actually um, Monkey Island 2. And this was an interesting choice because it wasn't a 360 game. It was actually an old PC game. And what's cool about this game is you can hit the back button at any time and not only see the old graphics, but you could play it in the old way. So if you use your cursor and you press A, then your character will walk that way. But in the new version, your joystick controls the character. You can walk up, down, left, and right with them. So the controls are different, but you can go back and forth seamlessly with the back button. And there's an achievement for going into the old version as well, which is also like Halo Anniversary and the Halo Master Chief Collection. I love that you could just go back and forth with the old graphics. Yes, best feature. And new graphics. Yeah, Monkey Island is one of those games that kind of made me wish that they had the other games of that era coming back, which they did with King's Quest, but it wasn't the original King's Quest games. Oh, because you needed a keyboard, right? Like, uh, yeah, open. like King's Quest and, and Space Quest and those games are all great. All the other, uh, yeah, Leisure Suit Larry games that that whole genre. Yeah, <laughs> they were good. Quest, the, Quest. the Sierra games were really they were addictive and good at the time. They really were they were good. Um, do you remember the game in same thing in that genre? Um, uh, Full Throttle, where you were the the motorcycle dude. Do you ever play that one? It was done by um, Lucas Arts. I remember the cover art, but I've never actually played that one. Did you play Day of the Day of the Tentacle? Yes, the Maniac Mansion sequel. Yeah, I yep. played that one. Yeah, it was it was the, the Full Throttle was done by the same people that did that. Oh, cool. Well, if it's Lucas Arts, uh, I would imagine it's a good game. Yeah, it was very, it was very very good. Yeah, my favorite point and click of that era was actually a game called Discworld, based on the books. Uh, oh, excellent! Very, very funny. Excellent. Very funny game. I feel like I'm too young for these. We digress. Yes. Yeah, but that's good. As far as remastered goes, I'd love for the community to share what their favorite remastered games are. And for a lot of people, it's just an excuse to go back and play the same games we loved on the 360 and get achievements all over again, such as the Batman Arkham series. Seems pretty popular. I'm currently playing them. What else? Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection and the Bioshock trilogy come to mind. They came out with Shadow Complex Remastered. Um, There's a lot of remasters. Some of them have... Yeah, there really are. I and think some Resident Evil got a remaster. Like them and some I could be wrong, though. <laughs> um, Resident Evil 4 ported over from the GameCube version. Yeah, and they got a facelift as well, I believe, a graphical facelift. Could probably go on and on, but curious to hear what the community thinks about their favorite remasters. Definitely. Corey, you got a remaster game you want to talk about? Well, I had three to... That I was trying to narrow down Dishonored, Definitive Edition, Halo Wars, and Shadow Complex. Dishonored I picked because that was the first time I played the game. I didn't play the original, and I, I really enjoyed it. It's a really good game. Um, Shadow Complex is a remastered of a 360 Xbox Live Arcade game, and that, okay, I'm going to get some, some gruff for this, but that pretty much introduced me to the Metroid, the Metrovania 
you know, genre. And <laughs> it, it's, it's a really good game. Uh, and the, I think the achievement list is, is great for it. Uh, it, it, it has some very skill-based things in there, speedrun stuff uh, especially. But uh, out of these that I want to focus on, I'm going to pick Halo Wars. I approve. It was a game that I completed on 360. And this version, originally you only had it if you got the Ultimate Halo Wars 2 bundle. Uh, it eventually came out a little bit later for $20. It's a Play Anywhere title, so that gets a, a plus in my book. And it runs on my surface, so that's good. But the list itself is has a great variety. You get an achievement for completing every mission, and then there's an achievement for a side objective, and it's related to uh, an achievement as well for every mission. And then the difficulty achievement stack, that's a plus. Yeah. All the multiplayer achievements are clearly lined out exactly what you need to do. Uh, there's no guesswork in it. And then there's just a handful of miscellaneous achievements uh, for doing, you know, various things. But I don't think it's anything that's too hard to do. It's just going to take you time. Uh, and it's a, and for me, it's just it's an RTS game on a console, so there's not many of those. And this one handles it really well, in my yep. opinion. I know you have some experience with the game. You're playing it right now, yep. right? Uh, Pro and I are actually going through it periodically. Uh, we both have about 60-ish, 60-70-ish percent of it done. Uh, yeah, I mean, some of the miscellaneous stuff is kind of tough. And then there is the skill-based stuff. Like, you have to beat it on Legendary, which isn't too terrible when you have two people, except for the fourth mission where it's, like, you have to defend the spatials, and that's so difficult. We've lost multiple times on that. Yeah. Now, you, you can use skulls on that playthrough, I think, yes, right? Yes, uh, that's actually good you mentioned that. Yeah, you can use skulls on any of the achievements skulls do not deactivate achievements so if you pick this up make sure you get the skulls before you go through the the tougher difficulties makes your life way easier yeah i i was going through it pretty you know at a pretty decent rate when it came out uh and now it's kind of one of those contest games that i don't ever take off the list but if it pops up i'm always happy to uh to do what it says uh, unless it's, of course, uh, win 100 multiplayer matches in a week. I can't do that. I actually didn't know you had the first Halo Wars complete. Yeah, that I I spent a lot of time on that game. Um, You've been playing the 360 like said, version, right, Kenny? Yeah, we're playing the 360 version now. Then we're going to go into the, the definitive. Are the graphics any better, Corey, or anything stand out as a difference? <laughs> I wish I could tell you my Surface... Uh, chugs when i play the game um, ah. i haven't i haven't played it on xbox yet but i'm sure it, it's xbox one x and no it's not never mind uh, but i'm sure it looks great no I, I i loaded it up it does look a lot more crisp halo wars actually has always looked good like when you watch the cutscenes, the game looks good i oh, yeah, think it came out great. in 2009 2010 something like that so i mean it's a few years old yes. But the cutscenes look fantastic. I mean, they look like yeah. a late 360, early Xbox One graphics. They've really did a good job with it. And also with yep. it, I believe... No, the 360 version isn't. But the Definitive Edition and Halo Wars 2 is both on Game Pass. So if you want to try this, you can. Uh, that's a good point. You're right. It is. And it is two thumbs up by me. 
same here. And I know a lot of people don't really like the RTS genre, especially when it's on on the console. I will say this game was made for the console. Like obviously it's on the computer, but you it was made for the console, so it handles very very well. The controls are great. Yeah, I think it's pretty intuitive for all the management you have to do. It's also a basic RTS game. It's nowhere near as complicated as like a StarCraft, an Age of Empires, or Alert, something like that. All right. Well, I guess that'll about do it for this episode. Hey, can we get a quickie review in on Spontaneous? Have at it. Yeah, so I want to I want to pull Ryan in. I want to put everybody in because Ryan's played this game. I've played this game. L and Fu have watched me play this game. So... Uh, th- this game just came out uh, this past week, September 7th. It's $5, and it's a under an hour completion uh, if you can manage it. But it's Siji, yes. a fart for Melusina. Bless you. Yeah, it's this very retro-style platformer that has a lot of humor to it. And we we stream this game, and you can watch the, the video on demand to see her reactions, especially uh, Michelle and Els when we got to the final boss, Ivan oh, stink oh up. <laughs> Don't say anything. Uh, <laughs> no one ruin no, it. No, no, I, I won't say anything. Don't look at the achievement art either because that will ruin it. But this is a a very quick game. It kind of surprised me because I didn't. I had a inclination of how this game was going to be, and I figured the achievements would not be super easy, but. They're actually not bad. If you just play the game and go through the story, which this game was made to be beaten in an hour. Yes. Yeah, it's designed I've, to be quick. Yeah, even the devs said that. Then you're going to get most of the achievements. The only achievements that I have left after um, a playthrough, essentially, is to clear. So ev- Almost every level has a cave, a little hidden area, and you have to clear all of them. And I must have missed one somewhere, but that's the only thing I'm missing for a 100% run. And then there's an achievement for beating the game 100% in under 30 minutes. Yeah, and I, I missed that by 23 seconds. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> How did you like the, the gameplay? I, I actually like it a lot. I it, I thought I was going to be annoyed with it because I loaded it up. I'm like, oh, it's one of the retro graphic mm-hmm. garbage games. But it, it the controls are tight. It reminds me just like a Mario game. I mean, you can jump on guys, and, and then it also has a little bit of the ghost and goblins kind of element where you can throw things and kill things. Um, but yeah, it's. I think it's a good game, especially for five bucks. I mean, even if it's only $30 or 30 minutes worth of gameplay, if you can blast through it in the first go, um, obviously it's going to take me three gameplay time or playthroughs to do it. Um, I also, um, actually before we did the podcast, and I was experimenting with if you, when you finish the game, you can either start a new game or you can continue. Mm-hmm. So I was curious if it was one of those games where for the time that you have in a level, it reduces, like if you do the level faster, does it reduce your overall time if you beat the game? Um, no, it does not. So if <laughs> you don't get know. it in, if, if it does not do it in the, if you don't do it in 30 minutes with the 100%, uh, just start a new game because I tried it and it, uh, I went through like three levels that I thought I might've missed something in, uh, or took too long and went and beat the end boss again. And it went from, uh, 30 minutes, 23 seconds to, uh, uh 45 minutes and 46 seconds. Mm-hmm. So it just added the time on. So 
Yeah, and if just you're, a heads up, if it's your first playthrough and you're not going for that speedrun achievement, um, you you can easily go back to any level after you're done and clean up. There are about four or five uh, certain collectibles that are in certain levels that you have to get. There is killing 100 zombies and collecting uh, 2,500 coins, which I thought was going to be a grind, and I got that before I beat the game. Yeah, let's uh, see the levels yeah. with the hidden quote-unquote hidden items level 6 level 17 level 18 level 19 yep uh and then another thing i i've found is so you have you get lives they have little icons to get lives and every time you get 100 coins you get a life and at the uh, end boss you just keep burning those lives without restarting the game getting the game over until you're out of lives uh that makes sense but um, the whole point is to build up your lives beforehand. And I did notice if you continue a game uh, from after beating it, you'd only start with like three. I think you're defaulted yeah, back down. Yeah, you're back down to three lives. And it actually tell you if you yeah. die, uh, go grind on the earlier levels to get more lives. Yep. And I found a spot on level 16. You start the level exactly to your left is a, a life. You grab it. You hit start you go to select level go back to the map you pick level 16 again and you can easily rack up you know 30 lives in a couple minutes to go back and do whatever you need or or if you were you having trouble with the boss go to level 16 grind a couple minutes to get a ton of lives and you won't have any problems yeah i i think on both my playthroughs and tonight when i tried it again i average about 10 to 15 deaths per final boss yeah, my my first my first go, uh, I think I did get a game over, and I think I only had about seven lives, and then I grinded up to like fifty. Uh, Fu was like, "Just go for it," so I did, and I think uh, I went through like fourteen to twenty, something like that. And then I beat it again afterwards, and I think I only went through like four or five. So he progressively got better, but but yeah, he can be a a little bit of a pain. Actually, he's not the pain. The little minions that come out were my trouble areas. The, the crows. The, yeah, I the bird. hate the crow. Ugh. Yeah. I Like Rocker said, I watched you play this. It looks super fun. It looks really good, especially for five bucks. Yeah, and it, it was uh, published by our, our favorite uh, publisher, Sometimes You. <laughs> that was a Sometimes yeah. You game. <laughs> it yeah, it doesn't a- say so on uh, TA. It says it's by published by the same the developer pixel.lu but it's got that sometimes you log in oh stream. wow did not yep. know that yeah it definitely says sometimes you when you load the game yeah. okay so this may be their best game off the top yeah, this of my, may be their best published the i think this is their best not I that that's know. a high they, bar but these are the people these are the people that made uh north don't forget <laughs> that you could hear Bring on north too please on an earlier show <laughs> Yeah, North North Two. That'll take a whopping thirty-one. The minutes. Northerners. It's called South. Do it. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to get a quick review in because I knew we we all played it or watched it, uh, and it just came out. So uh, it's it was fun. It's a recommend you. for me. We're rooting yeah. you on. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's only four ninety nine. And we're going to so be streaming a lot a more buy. in the future. So keep a heads up for that, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocker played it. I was in party chat watching them. L was there, and Michelle was there also. If people want to watch that, where can they go to see it? They can go to our Discord to find the Mixer link, but we stream on Mixer, and that would actually... The URL that you're looking for is mixer.com slash ah underscore 101 underscore podcast. I don't like it. It'll probably change later, but 
uh, right now to that. Discord will always be updated, so find us there. And we uh, we actually we streamed this game, and then another night the past week we streamed Arcade Islands, and we did a giveaway for it. Uh, we'll probably move to some mixer giveaways, but Prue actually won that one. So congrats! Uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. Okay, now before we try signing off again, does anyone else have anything they would like to add? I'd like to review um, Corey's review of Siji. It was pretty good. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you for your input. <laughs> you got anything to add, Ryan? <laughs> I do not. All right, and with that. We'll actually end the show here. If you guys want to get in contact with us, you know our gamer tags. You can find you can find us on Xbox, Twitter, or Discord, which is definitely the best place to find us. You should come join the community there. If you want to ask us any questions, you can either ask in Discord or tweet the show at achievements one hundred and one, or you can find our Google Doc in our Discord and ask us there. All right. And with that, we'll see you guys later. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Ladies, y'all. Welcome, everybody, to the first edition of Epic Reviews. In this segment, we will review games and the achievements and point out all the epic wins and epic fails it possesses. It's time to get epic. Joining me today, appropriately enough, is an epic man who never wins at laser tag because the black lights make him glow like a Christmas tree. <laughs> it is Foo Foo Cuddly Poof. How you doing, buddy? What's up, guys? How's it going? <laughs> so, uh, you. Uh... I resent that glowing because <laughs> you never. That actually laser does tag. happen in the comic bowling, <laughs> so that's not cool. <laughs> I, I just assume I put two and two together there uh, when you were mentioning that. So, sorry if I was out of bounds, but. Uh, so you're today. You are going to go over a game called Hero Defense, and it is a tower defense game. And all I know about it is that I looked it up on TA, and I saw that there's 17 people playing it at this point. And I don't know if y'all are just really bad at games, or if the achievements are really really hard. Because I would say almost all the achievements say that nobody has gotten them. So. I'm wondering, as an achievement hunter, why the heck would I play this? Well, for starters, there is a couple of grindy achievements. Um, TA says I've put 7 hours and 19 minutes in. I think that's wrong. I feel like I put more (laughs) time into that, especially considering I played quite a bit uh, this previous Saturday. Yeah, But yeah, there's a couple of of grindy achievements. That's probably why you haven't, uh, or why no one's completed it. But not to mention, this game technically isn't out yet. We are able to get a code for it, so we have a pre-release code. The game t- actually comes out on uh, August 15th, so depending upon when this comes out, it'll either have just come out or will be coming out shortly. But yeah, it's a hero defense, it's a tower defense game. TA says MOBA. Which is interesting. I didn't. I never really considered it a MOBA until I saw that, but it definitely is. Uh, published by Head Up Games, developed by Happy Tuesday. Well, when I'm looking at this, I'm seeing all kinds of weird names and stuff. Jane Doe, Sam Hain, Doctor Amalgram. How is this a tower defense game? See, now that's the cool part about this game. If do you like tower defense games? 
Eh, I played a few on my phone. Why not? Yeah, okay, that's about where I am. I really like tower defense games. Uh, I played a couple on Xbox, played a bunch on mobile. Uh, one specific game I'll probably reference a couple of times is Defense Grid 2, kind of similar to that. The one real difference between Hero Defense and another and other tower defense games is that you don't really use towers, you use hero units. And that's where like the MOBA comes in. So, for instance, you know, as at all tower defense games, you know, enemies come from point A, they got to get to the ending to destroy your barriers or whatever have you. Well, in this, or in, and then in every game, you always, you know, set up defenses to prevent them from getting there. Well, in this, you have five different units or heroes, and you use those heroes to defend with instead of towers. So instead of, you know, just placing a tower, it's very stagnant, and you just kind of work your defense, you can place your five heroes and then move them around to get the better angle on the on the units and on the enemies and whatnot. So it's really different, really cool creativity, and, and that makes this game stick out with, uh, from other tower defenses. Well, I was looking at the... Uh... The stats on it, it looks like you are the best player in the world right now on this game. Woo-hoo. You have 10 of the achievements. Uh, I must ask, uh, one really jumps off the, the page at me, which is the Queen of Corpses. Have you encountered the Queen of Corpses yet? I not only encountered her, I slayed her. Oh! <laughs> oh, the Granimosity. That's the name of the achievement. <laughs> Nice. (laughs) (laughs) They got some pretty cool names, but uh, so you would uh, recommend this game. It has a pretty steep price point on it, doesn't it? Yeah, the price point typically is $30. Right now it's on sale for $23.99. I don't know if that's maybe like a pre-order or maybe it'll be a first week sale or something. I'm not actually not sure. Uh, $30... Little steep, yeah. not. It's a little steep. It's not too bad. Uh, and all, if this were to go down and, you know, on sale and go down to like twenty bucks, if you're a tower defense game lover, I would get it. Really, really good. Wait, really so, fun. So, so the fact that it's twenty four makes you hesitant, but twenty you're you're good with. Those four dollars make all the difference to you. Well, three dollars and ninety nine cents. Eh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> at four bucks and get you an ACA game now that they're on sale. Oh yes! Oh man, <laughs> big news! Yeah, we're sitting here talking tower defense and ACA is on sale. Well, yes, but so give us some bullet points here. What are the epic wins? Epic wins, definitely like what I said uh, before. You know, it's very different, very creative. Um, with you're constantly uh, moving the heroes around. A lot of times, if you play tower defense games, you know you kind of make your defenses and you just sit there and wait for the, the level to end. Not this game. You kind of you place your heroes and then you put them in such a way when one wave's coming, and then the next wave comes and you gotta stagger them around and move and, and put them in a different position because you have five heroes and each hero has a corresponding enemy that they do well against. So as certain enemies are coming, you want to have that the main hero uh, in line to kill him the quickest. All right. Well, you know the flip side. Give us some epic fails. What are the what is the dirt on this game? 
epic fails. First one is with I'll make it achievement related. The probably the grindiest achievement in the game is to kill fifty thousand creeps. Creeps are basically <laughs> just every single enemy. Granted, there a lot of the achievements are you know to beat all of the levels and get them all five star and blah blah mm-hmm. blah this and that you know typical achievements. So this would probably come uh, naturally, but that is a high number. I mean, just looking at 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 it, I probably only have about a thousand kills or so. Not so I mean, six like hours? there or seven yeah. hours. Yes, yeah, seven hours <laughs> if, according to uh, TA. So, so if you that extrapolate that, be... extrapolate that out. Uh, what are we looking? Three hundred fifty hours? Is that <laughs> is my math hold on that? Possibly, but there is an endless mode to make it a little bit easier. So, granted, this could, will definitely be a longer completion. I don't actually, I can't actually give you an idea of how much it would be though. But uh, some other things that have little problems with it. One's kind of a pet peeve of mine. Sure. Is when you're navigating the menus, you can only use the th- the stick. I can't use the D-pad. A little bit of a pet peeve of mine because, like, when I'm going through menus in any game, I like using a D-pad over the thumbstick. So it's like if I could just use a D-pad, that'd be nice. Um, and then just another two other uh, things. One, it's a little glitchy. Nothing game breaking. Nothing game breaking. Nothing too bad. And the UI is kind of weird with when it comes to the enemies. Like typically, you know, you want the enemy's health bar above the enemy. Well, in this, sometimes it's above the enemy. Sometimes it goes way up on the top of the screen. Sometimes it's way down on the bottom. Like it's not always on top of it. So it's just little, you know, glitches here and there. Nothing real bad. All right. So overall, what would you say? Overall, good game. If you if you like tower defenses highly recommend it i'm i'm having a ton of fun with it i'm gonna go back i'm gonna get more achievements i really enjoyed this game my personal rating is a four out of five i really like this game and speaking of four only buy it if it's four dollars cheaper right exactly (laughs) (laughs) all right well i have a game called dolines dolines like they're doling Doling's Arcade, and so like it the is, Doughboys Arcade. Yeah, it's a, it's the a lot of fun little wads of dough flying around. I guess I, I maybe that's <laughs> what they're made out of. I don't know. I was trying to figure that out earlier. Uh, so, <laughs> a little bit about the game. So, the best way I can describe it is is that it takes the breakout. So breakout. Yeah, you know, everybody had fun hitting the little ball up and breaking bricks and brick breaker clones here and there. But I think uh, that Breakout really hit the next level in the NES days, or maybe Super NES days, when Arachnoid came out. Dude, that might be a little before your day. That's it, definitely before my day. <laughs> so you had Breakout, you know, you just hit the bricks and they disappeared. Well, Ratnoid, they took it to the next level. So they incorporated power-ups. And so all of a sudden, this little pill falls from the sky, hits your little paddle, and oh my gosh, you're shooting lasers. Oh, another (laughs) pill falls, and you magically grow twice the size you were. Another one, the ball sticks to the the pad, and then you can control where you want to shoot it. 
it was pretty crazy back in the day. You're like, man, they took Breakout to a new level. Well, I would say that this is kind of the next step after uh, Arachnoid. So, Breakout to Arachnoid, and then Arachnoid to Dolin's Arcade. So, it's kind of the next generation, if you will. It takes... Uh, a simple concept. It borrowed very heavily from Arachnoid. They disguised it very well, uh, but you could see the influences. And they basically made it a kind of a, uh, I don't know, a level-based adventure rather than you just you know automatically go to the next level. And this one, you have a level select. There's 75 stages. Oh, wow. And Yeah, and you have some secret levels as well. There's 15 hidden levels or not. They're not really hidden. They just kind of branch off in the main path you're going down. And there's no, there's only one way to proceed. It's They're numbered 1 through 75, and and you're not going to get to level 55 without going through level 35. There's no shortcuts or anything. So, um, yeah. So, basically, Dolin's little balls with faces on them, and the, the story goes is that uh, a meteor hits, and as with any meteor strike, all of a sudden... You know, if weird things start to happening, all these little dolings, they kind of get weird and they, they start uh, attacking uh, people or dolings that are not uh, affected with it. So uh, some doctor, they don't really explain the doctor too much. You just know he's a doctor. I don't know what school he went to or anything like <laughs> that. Or maybe a she. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all very gender ambiguous. Not that that matters in this game, because they're just floating wads of dough. They don't have any legs. So they're like the, the uh, dude on the subway train in the 90s uh, controversial movie Kids that sings that he has no legs over and over again. Well, the Dolings, they have no legs. And you can YouTube that later. Now, <laughs> they... Uh, <laughs> so, um, anyway, so the achievements... They kind of break down into uh, two categories is kind of the way I did it. Uh, they have the grinding ones where you have to hit certain number of color targets because certain ones, like the blue ones, take one hit. The green ones take two hits. The yellow, three. Red, four. So you get uh, some achievements for killing 500 at each of those. Uh, you get uh, some for destroying 100 of various things that start appearing on the board, like ghosts, uh uh, bombs and or not bombs, but uh, yeah, mines and things like that. So weird little special things. Uh, you get some for hitting the ball five thousand times off of your paddle, and ten thousand times off the walls. And it doesn't take as long as it would sound, but and then you get some level based ones for twenty five levels, fifty levels, and seventy five levels. So those are the grindy ones, and the upgrade upgrade uh, category slash character category you have seven characters in this game so and i'll get into a few of them a little bit later but you upgrade their abilities and you get achievements for fully upgrading them and also they have a special ability called a show off um <laughs> kind of a flex if you will hashtag gains and you <laughs> get it for implementing that show off ability an X amount of time, which is kind of the more annoying achievement on it because it takes a while for some of the characters to get to the show off and it has some pretty high numbers. So as far as time investment, about six hours in, you'll have about a third of it, uh, a third to 
Yeah, to half of them, and but it's back heavy, so you're not going to spend six more hours. I'm at about, I think I have about 600 points of it, and I only have 10 levels left, and then I'll have all of them basically. I just have to grind out a few of the special abilities. It says here you got a 32 out of 51. Yeah, and I looked it up. You're number 30 in the world for the game. Well, let me tell you something. I I, I am going to get to that in my epic <laughs> wins. But Lord. yes, uh, but I'm glad you brought that up. That is good. So, epic wins. Do you want to hear them? Oh, I definitely want to hear the epic wins. All right. So this is the things I really liked about the game. So they did a great job with uh, a couple things. So props to Hero Concept for their wonderful implementation of these things. First thing is the hit register on the paddle is very fair. So sometimes you're over here trying to catch something falling from the sky. That ball is getting awfully close to the bottom where you're going to die. And you kind of you know swing over there as best you can. And you're like, there's no way this is going to hit this thing. And it may even be underneath you. And it still bounces right up. So it's very fair. Yeah, it's not going to you know screw you over if you miss the ball it's because of you it's a you problem not a a, a game problem like <laughs> on some of these breakout games i've i've played in the past i've always thought well that wasn't very fair i know i hit that ball well i've never had that feeling here if i miss it i'm like yeah yeah that was on me and so uh i like that I also like that there is no clock on the restart. So whenever you miss it, you get to restart, and it shows you little dots where you can aim at it, and they don't time you uh, that I can tell. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, so I always hated that. And you're like, oh, I only got five seconds, and it never counts down. You're like, oh, it's going to just fire automatically at some point and go who knows where. And if you're crossing under a section that's really low-hanging, it may you know screw up the whole game. So I like that. And also, there's no fail for things moving too far down on the screen. So, on a lot of these games, things move down too far, and they kill you. And you're just like, well, you failed the level. You should have knocked them off while you had a chance. At this game, uh, you, when they get too low, they just fall off. Okay, no harm, no foul. And now, if you're That's going for different. Yeah, if you're going for a high score or something like that, there's no achievements for high scores. So... Yeah, I'm just saying, hypothetically, if you wanted some kind of bragging rights, I guess you could go for a high score, and you'd probably try to hit them all because you get more points that way. But if you're just playing like me, I just go uh, complete opposite of, hey, diddle diddle, right up the middle. I go uh, right off to the side. So I just play along the sides, and anything got down the middle falls off. Well, that that's the way that goes. And so I like that. And it makes it for an easier, more less stressful playing environment. I got a quick question on that then. Sure. What's how do you win a level then? Because typically, you know, the goal is to break them all and don't let them fall too far. If you right. can't technically lose, how what was how is a level win? Well, I am so glad you asked. You were on top of this today because my next epic <laughs> win is that the end sequence for each match is that you don't have to kill them all. So at some point, it gets to the uh, end uh, sequence. When there's, I don't, I haven't counted them up, but it appears to be around 20, when there's about 20 things left on the screen, and then it initiates, it gets darker, and it tells you, and you have to, you have X amount of time to clear the board. If not, you still win. So, it eliminates that 
oh my gosh, there's only one brick left, and I'm sitting here spending 20 minutes trying to hit this stupid one brick. And I really appreciate that because that was always a pet peeve of these type of games for me is there's only one left, and I can't hit that thing, and I'm just going to spend so much time trying to hit one stupid little brick. So yeah, I appreciate that part of this game. So that was nice. And then another epic win is the voice dude. He, I like his voice. He, he's, he like makes fun of you when you die, and and uh, <laughs> yeah, props to the voice guy, whoever that is over there at Hero Concept. And uh, lastly, the characters, they all, they're they're likable. They're all unique in the power ups that they take on. Um, however, I did see a lot of similarities between this game and Arachnoid. For example, there's a character called Gunner. Uh, he is basically the laser power up on Arachnoid. He, except for he does it cooler. He has two pistols and he's sitting there shooting pistols at this stuff rather than just a little, you know, little dots coming out of the paddle. And then there's a, the robo character is basically the sticky pad on Arachnoid where the ball sticks to you and then you can aim it wherever you want. Except for in this one, it's a robot with... Uh, magnets on his hands so you kind of see they take the same concept and just make it uh, a little more cartoony and user-friendly but in doing so it leads to to my last epic win which is one word for you smash like smash bros no like smash the green character who's freaking ripped man now He's basically Ooh, the I like where this is going. Yeah, this guy is all about hashtag gains. He is <laughs> the long bar power up. So instead of having the bar just magically grow, Smash just reach. He got he gets his guns out and just reaches them out, and he covers like a third of the screen. And he's just like, oh yeah, and the ball is like bouncing off his biceps and everything. He's got the veins <laughs> going, and and he is. It's like. If you take because there's a regular character and he's you know he's skipping leg day and every other day and instead of this little peach doughy guy, you take like all this bull testosterone and inject it in him and then you know rub him down with HGH cream and then uh, give him like three square meals of creatine a day and bam you got smash and so so the Elroy character. <laughs> well, <laughs> I really took a nice uh, shine to this character. And so you mentioned it earlier, but I just had to mention that if you go ahead and look at the best achievement in the game, which is the uh, angry, I believe is what it's called, the angry achievement, you will see my favorite picture for a uh, an achievement, which is uh, his arm <laughs> flexing. And if you click on who has that achievement, you will see who is the first person in the world to gain that one. And it is no other than yours truly. As also, I like this character so much, I went ahead and got the other one for him, uh, which is the uh, Thunder one, where he slaps his hand. That's his show-off. He just claps, and they just all fall down and he's just like oh yeah and then you power him up and they fall on him and he's just like i can take this abuse he doesn't take any damage he uh because you lose points if things fall on you but not if you're smashed because smash he is pain you know he's so hyped up on all these uh bull testosterones that he is not feeling it at all and so smash he is uh probably my most he's my biggest epic win of this game and I'm smelling a, a, a Smash spinoff. So, what do you think of this idea? 
We call it Super Smash, brother. And then colon over the top. Nice reference to a an arm wrestling movie that had uh, Stallone in it. And so basically, I'm <laughs> envisioning like a Western press type game. Uh, where you know it's a button smashing game, and so you're like arm wrestling with smash, and no one's gonna hang with smash. And so smash is like he's all arm, and so uh, they smash the buttons in the right order. And if you if you get there first, the arm moves down a little bit, and then if you lose the next round, it goes back the other direction. And so three sequences, and you smash their hand into the table, and you move on to the next round. It'd be like Western. I mean, this has got to be an easy idea to implement. And anyway. So, it's arcade press. Let's make it. <laughs> I'm go. telling you, I want a percentage uh, hero concept. Now, um, <laughs> unfortunately, you have a couple epic fails. Uh, now, yeah. I know I hyped this game up, but I got a couple wah, epic fails wah. for you. I know. All right. There's this character called Bedrock. Now, I don't know what his purpose here is. I, he's made out of stone, and he's acting tough and everything, but I think that market's already been cornered by Smash. So who are you pretending to be here, Bedrock? You're no Smash. You got them scrawny little arms, and and all you do is yell and things back up, and it's just like, I mean, what is that? Is that because they think you're they're scared of you? Is it your your breath? Is it uh, uh, are you just being annoying? And now Smash, he slaps his hands and they fall. I mean, they they respect Smash. I don't think they respect Bedrock. So. Bedrock character didn't do much for me. Too similar, trying to be Smash, but it isn't Smash because nobody. So he's Smash. more of a pebble than a Bedrock. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> Indeed. Smash would Smash would use him as a little pebble and, and throw him up, throw him and try to knock down some uh, of the little dolings with him. And uh, he he doesn't want it. He wouldn't he wouldn't want any part of uh, Super Smash Brother over the top. So. Also, another epic fail was I know that they could probably accomplish in 50 levels what they accomplished in 75 levels. I only got 10 more to go, but uh, some of these maps are sure starting to look very similar. There's only so much ways you can set it up. And so I'm thinking uh, at least 70 stages. I don't understand the 75. You got seven characters, maybe uh, 10 each. I I don't know, but it's just kind of... I'm thinking that maybe less is more in this case. Um, that is a lot of breakdown. 75 stages is a lot. And so I'm thinking 50 would be a max cap on that. And anyway, so, and as far as the story goes, there's not really a much of a story in the sense that they tell you what's going on, but they don't really explain the, how the power-ups come into it. You just assume, since he's a doctor, that he can he can morph into all this all these things. Uh, and if he's able to do that, I don't understand why he wouldn't just do it all the time, just be smashed 24-7. But uh, yeah, well, it, they don't really explain that part of the game and how he turns into a ghost, and and that's one of the characters called Spook and, and resurrects things. And it's... I, I, I didn't really understand where the other characters came in, but whatever. And my last gripe is, at the end of the end sequence, that lets you know it's about to end, it says, uh, the end is knee. Or knee? I don't know. It's, it it, it wasn't pronounced. Yeah. It wasn't pronounced the way I thought it should be pronounced. Or maybe there's... I will say the end is nigh. And maybe it's knee, uh, N-I-G-H, you know, 
Uh, maybe I'm just butchering N-E-I-G-H? the way they... N-E-I-G-H? That's nigh. That's the way I say it. Yeah. <laughs> so the end is nigh. <laughs> yeah. End is knee or something. I was like, what? Why does he keep saying that? And so, and there's no countdown for it, so you don't know how much time you got left. But I like the voiceover guy. I'm just going to have to have a talk with the, the dude about pronouncing N-I-G-H. And, uh, yeah, that's... I think that's all I got as far as Epic fails, but the Epic wins far outnumber it. I'm going to complete this game. I mean, I only got 10 stages left, and so um, it was fun. I actually uh, enjoyed it a little bit. It's uh, It was a nice change of pace, a very non-stressful game, and um, and Smash stole my heart. You could always use more non-stressful games. So for a $6.99 price tag, what do you think? Oh, definitely, definitely. Go buy it. Go support uh, our wonderful uh, Dolan Masters, uh, you know, the Hero Pro. Do they have any other games? Or Hero Concept. Do they have any other games? I don't know. No, it looks like that's it. So if you want the full Hero Concept experience, you're going to have to fork over the dough. Elings. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> a good start yep. for a Hero Concept, man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. Well, I think that's uh, all the time we have for Epic Reviews. So if you have some ideas for some games you'd like us to review, we'd love to hear it. And um, that's all I got. What you say? I think that'll just about do it for us. Sounds good to me. And I'm Elroy, by the way. I don't think I introduced myself. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Poo Poo Cuddly Poof. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, (laughs) y'all. See you guys.